0: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined by Corey, the Bayou Vendors, And this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Hello everybody. We're back once again for another episode of Habs Nightly. Montreal remains trapped in purgatory, it seems, with all the COVID-19 related illnesses and you know, all the games being postponed. So, you know, it's been torture not only as content creators but also as fans, you know, just kind of waiting for some hockey. It's been boring. It's been very boring. However, we will have our first game on the 17th in what can only be called the most exciting, must-watch sporting event of the year as Montreal heads to Arizona to take on the Coyotes. <laughs> I really
1: wish I could be there. It sounds amazing. A battle of the two by battle, far, A battle for what? What's his name? Power? No.
0: Shane, right? Shane, right? A battle, the plate for, for right, the toilet bowl, whatever you want to call it, it's gonna be a shit fest. Um, but it's gonna be exciting to watch, and it's Habs hockey, so you know I'll be there. I'll be hooked.
1: It's gonna be exciting. It, the shitty part is, it's we start back on two back to back. I'm sorry, on a back to back. Um, regardless of you know if it's Arizona or not, it's gonna be a shit show. We are going to be rusty as fuck. And then the next night we're playing a pretty decent Dallas team. (laughs) That's okay, though. Losing games is the name of the game now. (laughs) That's very, very, very true.
0: (laughs) And with the way this roster looks to be, you know, absolutely ravaged by COVID, sat out for the better part of a month now, it will be a month actually by the time they return to play. I'm missing our starting goalie, a myriad of other injuries. It's not going to be hard to finish last place.
1: <laughs> um, so I'm on I'm on the Canadian website right now, and I'm just looking at the schedule while we're talking. Um, they had the the January twelfth game as an exhibition. Um, what was there something? Were we doing something special with Boston that night or? I have no clue to be honest with you because it's 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 very weird it's, it says exhibition you know at Boston 7 p.m and then there's like a line separating another one that says exhibition versus Boston postponed so maybe that's just saying that the exhibition game that we were playing is postponed uh, obviously that's happening but I wonder what type of exhibition it was going to be maybe we were I don't know if they still really do this because of COVID. I remember they'd have like a couple – like a game a year where they would play play somewhere else, like uh, not going to fucking China, you know, but like playing in like a small town or some shit like that. But I I thought that was normally for like preseason. Anyway, I I don't understand what the fuck it means. Maybe one of our listeners do. But uh, how you been? It's been like fucking two days since we talked (laughs) because of the snowstorm. Yeah, no.
0: Canada weather. Yeah, that's just Canada weather. Um, <laughs> I've been okay uh, gearing up here. A little stressed with some school-related activities, applications, Casper tests, and a bunch of other bullshit I have to get through. Um, I think it's crazy the amount, and I forget every year because this will be my third year of applications now, or my third time doing it how like much money the universities charge you for the fucking (laughs) the privilege of applying to their institution it's actually (laughs) insane spent hundreds of dollars on applications and you know to then spend tens of thousands of dollars at their institution it's crazy the way that works but no outside of that i've been i've been having a good few couple of days hanging out with the buddies playing some pond hockey in minus 20 degree
1: weather. Yeah, I got a, I got a picture from you. I think it was like minus 17 the other day. I don't know if you want to get into that now, if you want to save it for a little later. Or... <clears throat> oh, and we can get into it now. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, one of my buddies has a, uh, a pond, and we all shot over there at around 9.30 at night. And for those of you living uh, in Southern Ontario and, or in, you know, any part of Canada right now, you know, how fucking cold it's been. It was about minus 18, minus 20 when we were playing. And that's not with wind it's fucking freezing. And, you know, we had a good time though. We were out there for a couple hours uh, until, you know, I went to go retrieve a puck and I Took a, I tried to make a really tight turn and I heard a snap. <laughs> and, My leg. and then I was falling face first to the ground and I'm going, what the fuck is happening? And I get up and unfortunately we can't show it. I'll have to post, post it on Twitter as this episode is released. I've never seen, I've seen you know, we've seen skate blades come out of skates we've seen i don't know like the you know skates kind of the laces but like the what do you call it the tongue of the skate kind of come out Mm -hmm. i've never seen the entire plastic like bit that holds i don't even know what you call it right under the foot that holds the blade what holds the blade in totally snapped off it was so fucking cold and i'll i'll be honest my skates are pretty fucking old and they just had enough. I've never seen it before in my life. I was the butt of quite a few jokes for the rest of the night. Everyone's pissed themselves and played fucking hon- pond hockey on one leg. But it was a good time. And I was shocked, though. The next day, I went out to, uh, I don't know, do you guys have played again? Out in, uh, uh, what is that? like? Uh, it's just, I don't golf? think you... Now played against uh it's like a sports store but it's you had they have new and uh used stuff. Oh okay. So I went there to pick up like a cheap pair Makes of skates sense. playing again. Yeah. I went there to pick up a new pair. They don't have fucking anything. Not <laughs> <have> a single. <laughs> like I was like how and I just guess everyone with lockdowns in Ontario right now is just I guess taking up skating on the ODRs or something. There's no no stock left so i was kind of out of luck i had to borrow a buddy's pair to the next day but outside of a bruised ass and you know i guess i'll be down a couple bucks it wasn't the worst thing so yeah so
1: do you fun. how uh so i mean you said it's a it's a it was like an older pair of skates uh but like is that like it does that go in hand in hand why it happened or was it like really, it was just so fucking cold that it, it was more, I'm sure, of snapping? I'm, I'm sure that
0: like, you know, like that played a part. Like, I don't think they would have snapped if it wasn't, if they weren't mm-hmm. old, but I also don't think they would have snapped if it was, if it wasn't that fucking cold out. <laughs> like, right they yeah it wasn't like uh there was a crack it was a clean break like they just shattered like glass (laughs) there was pieces everywhere we were picking them up it was brutal
1: that's fucking crazy dude (laughs) yeah it gets cold um so at least at least you had your uh like you had like, were you able to use, like, your buddies? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of blanking right now. It's just kind of multitasking. Um, Or did you, like, uh, like, was that it for the night? Y'all had to, like, kind of call it quits? Or did you, like, sit on the side and just? Oh, I think it was so fucking cold. I was skating around on one skate for a couple minutes. Then we packed
0: her in. Uh, Real Canadian. Pulled up. Went to the fucking, <laughs> went to his barn made ourselves a fucking table out of like it's all it's a barn slash wood workshop mm-hmm. so we were we basically jimmied a table a couple chairs and played poker next to the goats for <laughs> about an hour and a half so we we salvaged the night
1: oh yeah <laughs> Well, man, that's that's fucking awesome. I was so confused when you sent me the picture because I didn't understand what I was looking at. I thought like uh, I thought you had like detachable, uh, like the healy version of uh, fucking ice skates. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, that's uh, that's kind of sick, you know. <laughs> and, and then you explained it later. I was like, oh, this is fucking wild. Like, I didn't think that. I, I guess it's possible, but like. I wasn't, I didn't think that that was like something that would happen because it got so I, fucking
0: cold. Corey, I didn't think it was something that could happen either. <laughs> well, I thought it was so funny. Like, I've never seen that happen in my life. But right. There's a first time for everything, I guess.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, well, I celebrated uh, my birthday today um, with my wife. We didn't do anything because my poor wife is sick again um so just in best interest didn't want to get anyone else sick didn't want to make her worse so i spent my 30th birthday at home taking care of my wife which is probably the best thing i could have did the most responsible thing i could have did related to my birthday on a sunday um uh, <laughs> but uh it was i mean dude at first it was like really uh, it was really tough man i was not i've been like not looking forward to turning 30 um uh, and I guess it just comes with like a stigma of being like, uh, like your 20s is like your years, the way you can like party your ass off. And now I guess like I feel like an old man, like I need to sign up for AARP. I don't know what like the Canadian equivalent of that is, or it's AARP.ca. I don't fucking know.
0: I know I've had this conversation with my dad actually when he turned 50. And he kind of said, like, yeah, turning 30s the worst that's how you put it turn (laughs) turning 30 was the hardest
1: he said he Mm -hmm. made him realize he had to be an adult yeah and i think that's that's really hard for me like i'm you know for being a fucking idiot i think i'm really good at like the responsibility part of like my life um as far as like working and stuff like that but when it comes to like my mental like just thinking that i have to you know like their situations where I have to be more adult um, kind of creeps me to fuck out <laughs> I'm such a child. Like, um, like I have like, I have restless legs. Um, I like sway back and forth when I'm bored, you know, like, and it's, I know that that's not just because like, uh, I have a childish behavior, I guess. Um, I know it comes from just, you know, being like in, I have like ADD, um, but it, I, I just feel like it coexists with like having like a child like mine still. Cause I'm like, I, I, I see myself in pictures and shit. And it's like, people get mad. Cause it's always fucking blurry. And I'm like, fuck, I got to try to like stop and like not move and shit like that. You know? Um, but I think the toughest thing is like, my mom called me to check up on us and stuff like that. And she was like, you feeling like a man? I was like, I fucking hate it. Like <laughs> don't, don't talk to me like this. Like, Call me back and tell me I did something wrong, you know, like, oh, this entire, I guess that's 27. I've been kind of nervous, you know what I'm saying? Just like not really ready to accept this day and now it's here and it's like, fuck. (laughs) It sucks.
0: Uh, Well, I think, you know, it's funny. You're you're kind of – you're in a day saying, fuck, this sucks. I think Philip Deneau is having the same feelings today, buddy.
1: You know what? I think Phil's having a worse day than me. Um, I found out the news when you told me. So, like, it made me laugh really hard because of the meme you sent me. But uh, why don't you tell everybody? I mean, I'm sure everyone knows. But maybe there's people like me that had no idea and maybe won't have an idea of it by tomorrow. So, well, don't you, yeah. why don't you break it for those three people?
0: <laughs> Phil Deneau is having a rough day today as of this recording. Montreal, or sorry, not Montreal. The Los Angeles Kings announced they have hired Mark fucking Bergevin as a senior advisor. And you know, Phil Deneau is sitting there going, Why me? Everywhere I go, this man follows Chicago, Montreal, and now LA. And we saw funny, uh, It's a it's a meme concept i love with uh ellen page and the umbrella academy driving past your little brother <laughs> they're both looking at each other like what the fuck are you doing here and someone <laughs> titled that to no one mark
1: Bergevan. just thought that was pretty funny man um i just feel i feel i at least he's not in a big enough role where he could really mess with like the nose uh lines or <laughs> or minutes anymore um But I just know that, like, somewhere deep down, he's like, he's gonna come across him, and it's gonna be one of those, just like, hey, how you doing, type of thing. (laughs) You know, you fucking walk away and you just breathe real deep after, like, God, boy, I can't fuck get rid of this guy.
0: (laughs) Uh (laughs) No, for sure. I think that would be, like, you can imagine he's probably gonna fuck off, right? Like, but like we were saying before, when you win a when you go to a cup final, people remember that. People don't seem to remember mistakes when it comes to general managers. Mm-hmm. And I'm I can't say I'm shocked or surprised to see or, to see or hear that Mark Bergevin already has another job. Um, now i guess I'm just waiting for the trade the trade between Montreal
1: and LA that sends Ben Sherrod over there. <sighs> that would be lovely. Um, one meme I am waiting to see. Uh, I'm waiting to see the little French guy from Slapshot, where he's like, "Fuck, trade me right, right fucking now." <laughs> <As you know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's iconic. Dude. Fuck, man, it's hot here. My wife is not feeling good, and I guess she put the fucking heat on real hard, <laughs> and I don't have my fan on. Um, no, man, it, it's kind of a. Kind of tough when we don't have fucking, you know, even if we're just shitting on the halves for having a poor fucking season, it's really tough when there's nothing to talk about. But um, um one or one or two good things, though, so, you know, obviously we we are gonna have a game if if it doesn't get postponed on the 17th. But uh eight guys, um today's I think I think they said today was the first practice day, or it was yesterday, the eighth. So two days when you guys hear this, I uh, believe it was the first Montreal practice since um, the big pause for us. We'll just call it that. Um, and I want to say, I think eight guys came out of COVID too, uh, out of the pro- COVID protocol, which is fucking great for us. Um, it's it's a step in the right direction. I saw that we uh, we set Caden Primo to the taxi squad. Um Oh my god! Of course, my computer's gonna give me some some bullshit now. Um, but yeah, Primo's on the on the uh, the taxi squad, and they sent Michael Mcniven's back back with uh, the rocket. So that's fucking good. I mean, I kind of do feel for Michael Mcniven though, because
0: I think you're really kind of hoping. I'm sure he was like, this is finally his chance to get a game.
1: Yeah, and Man. then they're like postpone. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> He's going to have a fucking chance like Charlie Ring- Lindgren. They're going to send him, uh, way to go, to the Blues. He's going to have five amazing games, and then he's going to get sent down into AHL. Forget
0: about Lindgren. Let's talk about Zach fucking Fukali now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Longest streak without a goal scored to start an NHL career. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, that's tough. And, you know, I think that I've always felt in particular for Freakali was a hero in the World Juniors for Canada, was a very hyped prospect. I never understood why Montreal drafted him. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) He was forever stuck behind Carey Price. And you say (laughs) what you want about the kid. When you know Carey Price is in front of you, what the, like, how do you, how are you motivated? (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's the greatest, one of the greatest, if not the greatest goalie of his generation. And you've got to and he, he's in his prime. Like Fukali was drafted 2013.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you're not you're not unseating that fucking behemoth, but it's good to see him uh doing well somewhere else, you know. We love to see it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh fortunately, never really given the chance, which is just every every fucking goalie. Ever after carry Price. Indicative
0: of most Habs prospects is that he was not given the chance. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I really, I really don't know. So many, so many good players really could have had a shot with this team, but carry Price was just unmovable, you know. So they never, you know, they never got to see like the fucking light of day unless they were lucky enough to get moved, you know. But I, I can't imagine when Carrie Price is gone. Um all of, you know, whoever whoever gets drafted close enough, like, like Primo, you know, um, is like, thank God, you know, I, I'm sure they're not excited to see Carrie Price leave. But at the same time, it's like there's so many before me that never really got a chance. And now now I can, you know, yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> I think.
0: I think it's interesting to see what goes on with Carey Price here um, to me, it sounds like it's led it's leading towards price won't play for the rest of the season. That's mm-hmm. how I see this. He still hasn't met with his doctor that he's supposed to meet with in December. Um, I don't think that's a good sign at all personally. And from what we've heard and seen of Jake Allen, uh, the sauce press conference sounds like he's gearing up to be ready to be the number one guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: for the rest of the season. So that'll be an interesting kind of storyline to follow as the season
1: progresses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, I wish we could have been better around Jake Allen, but I think we all at this point are just expecting us to to keep fucking losing. Um, I think it's a bit unfortunate considering uh, Jake Allen has played really tremendous hockey this season, uh, just as good as last year. Um, and I say that because we're missing a lot of members that made it a lot easier to win, you know, and he's for the most part keeping it together for a while with this team i don't know at this point i want us to tank you know i want us to to play you know i want us to be successful but it's it's a little too far into the season i think to to want you know <laughs> to really want to win i want to win the, the fucking, uh shane wright award um but i just i, I feel so bad because Allen's finally getting another really good shot at being the number one. And it's just a year that's just plagued with problems. And, um, like another, another thing this week, and it's not related to the Habs, but, uh, I went from fucking winning in fantasy to last day losing, uh, because I had like nobody play like three days this week, uh, you know, just like the league, obviously fantasy is going to coincide with it. But I had like, uh, I think like half my team is either in COVID protocol or out out um, with a sickness that's not COVID um, or put on IR because of a sickness. Um, it's This year has been fucking worse than the last one. Uh, I really just want to get it to fuck over with. I know I say that now and then when we're in the off season and we have no hockey, I'll be upset. but. It just seems like we've we've really failed this year, and it kind of fucking sucks. It really does. And it's not fun to watch the Habs right now. <laughs> I think
0: I'll be I'll have fun watching any version of the Habs now, just due to the lack of hockey. I've had, <laughs> you know like I'm starved. I didn't get the World Juniors either, so it'll be the Olympics and the Habs are going to be what's going to I think provide me a lot. You know, even if they're losing. Because, right. holy shit, have I missed hockey.
1: Well, see, and I think I think for me, too, it's been tough because um, we've, we've just had so much shit going on back at work that I haven't been able to really sit back and watch it because of, like, the Saints and stuff. Uh, now that the Saints' home season is over with, um, it's a lot more days I don't have to worry about or a lot more days during the week where I'm not moving kegs to the Dome to fill it up. You know, for a game Um, so I can I'll have a lot more time and and be a lot less tired when I get home to watch the games. Um, So I guess, you know, maybe that my opinion is just based on just how fucking I've been sick. So I've been extra worn out. And then, you know, the trifecta of games that happened last week was just like the icing on the cake. But it's been tough. Uh, But hopefully would it kind of calm it down a little bit. I know we're going to, it's going to pick back up in February, but maybe the next two, three weeks should be pretty fun. I can probably watch some good hockey coming up. I know, but fucking one entire week of that is, we're still not fucking playing. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we get around that sooner or later. I just, I'm sorry. I just hope that it's like we took this much time off that we get something good out of it. And I don't mean like that we play better. I mean that like we don't have all these players. Just getting re sick because um, that is something that's very common with this new variant, and I don't know if they have the newest variant or whatever, but um, the um Om- Omicron whatever the fuck whatever it's called, uh, you you're very much more likely to catch it again, even if you're vaccinated. So it's like once you catch it, like you've it damages your immune system enough to wait. It's something that's just kind of almost repeatable. So hopefully, you know, we're taking the precautions due to do this the right way. But then I hope that when we get back to playing, if we just don't catch it again and have another 24-person outbreak on the team. Yeah, that would not. <laughs> definitely. I mean, like, how, how do you fucking continue good. like that, you know? I think I it's a joke.
0: Sure. Um, I think... I think the NHL is kind of and among other facets of life, governments, everyone, et cetera. It's getting to the point where I think COVID's going to be going to have to be something we live with. However, I do know there's a, you, you are immune 90 days after you get it, you can get it again. But I think for like, I think it's a rough estimate of 90 days, you won't have it again. So that doesn't cover the whole season, but it is a strong enough amount of time that I hope, you know, hopefully the league will have it under control by then. And you know, moving on to I think we need to get a quick word on as much as, you know, we might not want to talk about it on Logan Malo, who's had. Five Say it right. Say
1: his it last right. last
0: two games. May you, Malo. <laughs> but I think before we get to that, we have a quick word from our sponsor at You're
1: Absolutely right. The NFL playoffs are here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets. What a weird fucking number. Uh, If your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for with this wild card weekend coming up. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with date with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposits. So remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win $200. $80 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN this wildcard weekend coming up at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, a $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 280, that's is is it is is there like some type of uh, does that have anything to do with the NFL? 280? Why the fuck would it be 280? Why not just an even 300? Um, anyway, we want to thank fucking DraftKings for their, for their <laughs> sponsorships, but uh, but yeah, man. So we're going to talk about Logan Malo and his, his love of the game, but um, I think the most surprising thing other than this kid's on like a what do you say? He's got like five goals in his last three games. Um, he's
0: got five
1: points in his five last two, points in his his last two goal. goals tonight. Um, I think the craziest thing is that we've been pronouncing his name wrong for fucking an entire year. And I've never heard it pronounced Logan Mayo before. So I think that's the craziest thing to me about it. Um, the kid obviously just shows that he's been wanting to play hockey for a hot minute. But uh, Mason, I know you, right before we started, you were able to watch the highlights again. Uh, That first one uh, was a nasty fucking shot. It looked like it went over the right shoulder of the goalie. Yeah, what I've noticed
0: about Mayo is that he's got a fucking cannon. (laughs) Say what you want, like that – I. I'm going to, we're going to talk about him as a prospect now because we have to, Um, I think we've talked enough about the past and now don't see it as condoning actions or anything, just purely analysis as a prospect, because as of right now, he is Habs prospect. I can understand the appeal of him uh, from through the draft. Uh, He's a pure athlete, like the power he has in that shot. Uh, he's fucking fast. He's he's an athlete. And he's shown in these last two games an ability to be very dynamic offensively. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if he can sustain this play. But his, his hockey IQ did seem a little lackluster, but that's what you expect after someone hasn't played the game in that long. However, his physical tool set is phenomenal. Like he definitely has retained and you know bulked up and gotten more. Yeah, he looks taller than what he's listed at. He looks like he's six four. And he he's physically um a very like he's got all the tools,
1: I guess is what I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. Um not gonna lie, I get on Twitter and I see he's trending um i'm i'm actually happy it's because he's playing the game and not another um you know it his problem being brought back up um because i mean unfortunately that's what you that's where your mind's gonna go when you see this dude trending on twitter um is that there's new evidence or something else has happened or you know um but no it's actually the kids having fun he's uh it looks like after maybe it was his first goal, uh nice little chirp at the bench. You know, he's, he's, he just genuinely looks like he's having fun playing hockey again. And I, I don't imagine this uh, this little point streak or, you know, like this, this big grouping of of uh, of offense is going to go anywhere because, I mean, kid's been wanting to play this for so long. He's finally able to you know, that drive that, that want to do it is, is going to outweigh um, a normal, you know, like your normal talent. I think he's just riding a wave of just excitement to be back there, you know?
0: Yeah. I think obviously he'd be excited if, <laughs> you know, you're finally back playing the game and I want to mm-hmm. correct myself. It's four, it's uh, four points in his last two games. Okay. But, you know, plus eight in those two games as well played big minutes and, yeah, I think anyone would be excited to return to something that you've dedicated that much of your life to and, you know, that you clearly love. I think that
1: it's a natural reaction. <laughs> yeah, no, and um, hopefully people can can see that in him and, and kind of uh, feel some humility towards him in a moment like that, you know, like because uh, don't, we don't really know shit about the kid other than, you know, the story and just to see him having fun um, and, and really playing great hockey, you know, you just see him happy and and, you know, it, it kind of like softens his his image of, you know, of what the media has depicted on him. So, you know, that that's a good thing. Um, I'm, like I said, though, I was just happy when I saw this dude. It's Logan, Logan Mayo and then fucking Bert on my on my screen, Logan uh, Mayo and fucking Bergevin are trending right on, you know, one above the other. And I'm like, this is this is gonna be terrible. And I click it and it's just uh van is, is gonna go fucking steal pizza deals from Dano and Logan just looks like he's having fun with a nasty fucking wrister. Two of them. Jesus. Yes, sir. And
0: with that covered, like do you have anything else you want to discuss today? Uh
1: I'm very afraid of Mardi Gras. That's about it. Uh, Epiphany was the other day, which Mm -hmm. is some religious thing. Um, But epiphany to us means king cake is you can now buy king cake. If you buy king cake before it, uh, people think you're stupid. I don't know. It's like people saying, like, don't wear white after Labor Day. What the fuck is king cake? What is king cake? Oh, man. King cake. So I didn't I didn't like cake for my like. Let's just let's just look at little Corey's birthdays every January 9th uh, growing up. Um, I did not like regular cake for the longest time. I don't like icing um, on on like cake. I think there's too much icing to cake ratio, um, you know, like a cupcake. There's too much fucking icing on top of the cupcake uh, to make it appetizing at all. Um, so my mom would always get me a king cake because a king cake is basically like uh, a knotted oval of bread that is more like a cinnamon roll and then they drizzle icing over it not like whipped icing like a cake like like a glazed donut icing and then like a coffee cake i don't know what the fuck a coffee cake is so we're learning we're learning together um so <laughs> like i said oval oval looking shape um the bread is knotted you know, and it's Festivus knotted oval self. Um, It has cinnamon in it, so it's going to come off as more of like a cinnamon roll almost. Uh, We fill them sometimes. The Bavarian cream filled one is fucking fantastic. Why why is it? Why Sorry, why is it like?
0: Oh, are those Mardi Gras colors?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like, this is the traditional um, dessert of Mardi Gras. Um, okay. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't finish. So yeah, you drizzle the white, um, like donut glaze over it. And then you frost the fuck out of it with extra sugar, uh, in Mardi Gras colors. So purple, yellow, purple, gold, and green. Um, but I've seen ones that are like blue and shit. Fuck that. You know, it's just, just go with the traditional. Sometimes people just throw sprinkles on it. Uh, which is okay. I've had one like that. It's not the worst but it, it's more of a pop thing. You know, you see like the purple gold and green and, you know, it, it just makes you think of, you know, the holiday. Um, they don't do it anymore. They give you the baby, but, um, tradition before is there would be a, they would insert a baby. Um, and it's the bakery's choosing of where the baby would go and you insert it under, you know, once, once it's done, you're not baking the little plastic toy baby in it. You're, um, once it's is, done, you flip it over, pop the baby into a piece, into a section of it. And then when you cut the king cake, whoever gets the baby's got to buy the next king cake. Is that what the fucking baby cakes were? Yeah. The baby cakes were supposed to be the baby that you find in the king cake.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Yeah. And then you'd be hanging <laughs> I have out. I've never understood that before. <laughs> yeah. You'd be hanging out somewhere. Everybody's having king cake and the nineties had to be the most amazing of it because like everyone was so, I don't want to say innocent, but like, it was like, it was, it was a. Like, to me growing up, everyone still felt innocent. I was young. I was naive and shit like that. So you get the fucking baby and everybody's like, ah, they got the fucking baby. And then everybody started freaking the fuck out. And then, you know if you're old enough you'd you'd have to buy the next king cake but normally they you know if it was your birthday they made sure you got the piece of the king cake, with the baby in it so they could fucking you know yell and make it extra happy and stuff like that you know but um but yeah so that's why uh, that we were called the whatever king cakes the baby cakes or whatever the fuck it was huh the more you know yeah uh king cakes actually really fucking good um If you go look back to my first year, well, the company, the Hockey Podcast Network's first year, um, my buddy Mo Munchies, who uh, we did the fundraiser through for the hurricane um, two years ago, Um, me and him did a king cake tasting of of all like the local New Orleans uh, big bakeries that we can get. We were unable to get breads on oak, which is personally my favorite king cake down here right now. Um, But we tried them all. It was terrible because it was just so much fucking sugar at once. Uh, it just got fucking unbearable, but I did it for the, I did it for the culture. You know what I'm saying? I had, I, had, I haven't had kink cake in a while, so why not? Um, also orange, uh, you put a little bit of orange uh, extract in it too with the cinnamon. Delicious.
0: Well, yeah, I thought it was a coffee cake at first. Now I'm looking at it. It's definitely
1: not. It's massive, cake. dude. It's like uh Two four. It, it's basically a fucking track, you know. Like it's the layout of a fucking high school track. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well,
0: that I'd like to say that's something on my bucket list, but yellow, purple, and green are not appetizing colors when mixed together. So, <laughs> oh,
1: dude, get fucked up and have one of these. I'll get one that has like the liquor in it. See, you don't give a fuck what color it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah man take us out yeah
0: that's gonna be it for today i have three classes tomorrow so when you're listening to this at least you know try to keep me in your prayers because i'll be stuck in fucking sociology of the human anatomy oh nice yeah so (laughs) appreciate keep me in your thoughts thank you once again for listening to this uh coming out supporting us you and Corey appreciate all the support you guys give us and we love doing this we can't wait till the montreal canadiens are back playing games so we can provide you with some much better content without further ado that'll be it for today thank you guys for stopping by listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from